Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, um, we were joined by a man who scored 13 goals in a 14-0 victory. <laughs> yeah. And he talked us through what went on. His name is Dwayne Ranking. Yeah, which say is it again, Paul. Just... Dwayne Ranking. <laughs> well He's done, asking well for done. trouble. Um, Al Murray, pub landlord, joined us. He has a new show on Sky History. Loves his history, doesn't he? Sounds very exciting. Good guests he has yeah. on it, talking about all the wars that Britain has apparently won. Yeah, yeah. We had pasty wars with uh, the people at Anne's Pasties in Helston. It all yeah. got a bit Devon Cornwall. Um, a bit. Well, a I, bit. I held it back a bit. A I reined it in. I reined it in. And uh, Nigel Adley joined us, one of the few remaining Nigels, uh, as no one's calling their kids Nigel anymore. And he had something quite surprising to say about that. So uh, we had a bit of a chat as well. You got involved. It was quite a lively show, really. Lively. Here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Afternoon, Paul. I had a text uh, this afternoon. Hello, Angler. From the government. Hello, Angler. Hello, Angler. Hello, Angler. Yeah. Hello, caller. In that, it's that time of year to submit your 2021 catch and return fishing effort yeah. to for salmon and sea trout in England and Wales. Yeah. Um, I've caught zero salmon and zero sea trout. So You're going to have to tell them. They still want me to tell them that. Okay. So, <laughs> so you have to tell them. Yeah? I have to tell them that I've, yeah. I've caught, I've not bothered the scorer this year. Oh, what a shame! Of salmon or sea trout. I've not been fishing for either. You've got. A, is this because you're a licensed you're a fish? You got your fishing, fishing license holder. So yeah. I have to tell them four perch. I've caught this year, Paul, because I've been very bit very busy. Yeah. Not time to do any fishing at all. That's it. Is it four perch? Four perch. That's the ones I've shown you. Oh yeah. That's that's my complete catch. A couple of catch. nice perch. Don't couple of nice perch, but no salmon, perch. no sea trout. Maybe next year. Post uh, um, Bob and Paul, do you find yourself going and away when you release <laughs> you, can't you, you can't help it. You can't help it because it feels nice to the fish. It does. I know why they do it. It's it, like yeah, you but I also do it with my children when I put them into school. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on a Monday morning put when we had them all, all weekend and away. Yeah, the, <laughs> the relief, the catch and release, the relief of doing that. Well, you were just um, we've got the, as you've just been hearing, Scotland are playing Papua New Guinea yes. in the cricket at the moment, <laughs> and um, PNG of course is the graphic. Yeah. Got here on the screen, and we were kind of pontificating on the idea that Lionel Messi rocked up uh, uh, in Paris, and yep. they're saying we haven't signed you. There's been some sort of mistake. <laughs> there he is on the plane to looks Port, at his contract on the plane to Port Moresby. <laughs> 
turning out for Papua New Guinea in, in the cricket. Yeah, he'd love it. Paul. Yeah, he'd love it. It's never going to happen. Um, 30 for two at the moment, yeah. Papua New Guinea. Um, something else maybe we can get you going on. I don't know what to do this today. We're going to throw a lot at you. But um, I don't know if you've, you've probably noticed already that Ralph Hasenhutl has decided to change his image. It's, he's sartorially gone yeah. from sort of the... He had like a sort of wet-look tracksuit he used yeah. to wear, didn't he? But That's he's right. gone it, to now like a... Well, he looks like the he looks like the night manager of a Tyrolean hotel resort. <laughs> oh, lovely! Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly that kind that. of yeah, yeah. Um, uh, a magician. He looks yeah. like on a on a corporate. Yeah, it, <laughs> but he's got. It's, he had the little he had the little tie on, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, lovely. The, the, the waistcoat, waistcoat and the shirt. It's like he's got. A, if you pan down, he could have a kilt on. But no, I mean, or he's got a table booked at you know. Yeah, top-ranked snooker club this yeah, afternoon. Yeah, but he has made a de- very, very really? deliberate it's attempt. Obviously, an effort somewhere along. He's the made line. a deliberate attempt to, uh, to sort of get a different image. Yeah, and that happens to people in life. They, they might look at themselves in the mirror one day and they think, oh, "I'm a bit scruffy." And I'm just going to change my look. Yeah. And there is an expect, of course, if you've got a lot of mates in this country and they think you've decided to go with this new look, they will notice. Oh, yeah, straight away. They will notice straight away. Chuck it! Yeah, they will notice straight away that you've gone for a new direction sartorially. So if you did, or one of your friends did, or a relative, or or dad or mum, whatever, they decided to go in a very different direction sartorially let us know yeah. and what sort of reaction did they get and did you i mean you know it is effectively bullying when you're starting to go up people did you kind did they did they revert to type because they couldn't stand the stick anymore i mean it's like you know granddad comes in a pair of leather trousers yes it's the lovely. last hurrah well good luck last to him hurrah you know. before he gets his bus pass it's often if people have been shopping at one of them outlet villages paul <laughs> you think so <laughs> and they got i got this it was half price well yeah, yeah it's four sizes too big for you and it's fluorescent orange but other than that you look lovely one of the great outlet purchases was uh, a very own Andy Jacobs son Dan who went off to Bista okay yeah and into the Ralph Lauren shop mm-hmm. and saw the complete outfit jacket trousers tie shirt yeah. that the umpires were wearing at Wimbledon that perfect year. lovely so he bought the whole wow. ensemble. Bought the, and he bought the lot. Cock of the walk he was, wandering around as an umpire. Yeah, giving and, people out here I mean, and there. It, it would have been very tempting, wouldn't it, for him to go to Wimbledon and just get up on one of those chairs on one of the outer courts. Centre court might Was it reduced it. in price? It was, yeah, sizably. Even I during mean, the tournament? To the, to the point where he, he kind of did it for a laugh. No. So that tells you, I don't think he'd be spending yeah. a, a couple of grand on that outfit, which it may, yeah. may have cost, I don't know. There must be a day, one day, when someone isn't a goth, and then the next day they are a goth, or yeah. is there a is there a slow goth process you, that goes what on? What is you know? the slow goth process? Is I, it, I wonder is what it, it is. Is it just wearing slightly darker clothes? And we then... were discussing the wolf fleeces earlier on, Paul. What's, yeah, no. what's the day you decide to wear a wolf fleece? It's a lovely fleece. It's 120 quid's worth, but it is it's a it's phenomenally a white fleece. Charlie loves these. A white fleece with a picture in grey yeah. of, of a lovely drawing of it's a wolf. It's normally a beautiful, it's normally like a purple and blue, right. the wolf fleece yeah. with a, like a big moon on it and, and then a beautiful wolf on the front. Yeah. But this is a bit, bit classier, Paul. Maybe yeah. it's a nighttime fleece. It's got a young wolf nibbling at, at mum's mouth, isn't it? Yeah. It's not being fed. It's a, a good beautiful. football manager coming out with a wolf fleece on. Yeah. Well, it's only a matter of time before Ralph Harsenhutl does. <laughs> definitely, so let's definitely. get you on that. Did you, did you or somebody you know, go for that Carson Hootler like image change. And um, did it pan out for them? Uh, and that first day when they walked in the pub or wherever it was, and you think, 
Aye, aye. <laughs> What's going on here then? Uh, do let us know. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH and J. Uh, what else are we going to get you going on? Uh, we did have other We've got C- Celtic kicking off at, was it 3.30 oh, yeah. this afternoon, Paul? Yeah, Celtic kicking off at 3.30. Uh, Which yeah. I didn't understand why at all, but you, because, you explained to me. Um, they have to spread the game. They can't have two games in the same city. Rangers are playing Thursday, so um, and Celtic can't kick off when there's a Champions League game on. So they have to have their game done and dusted yeah. before this Champions League game tonight, which means they have to kick off at half past three. So people all over Glasgow pulling sickies. We're yeah. going to have a chat with David Tanner shortly and find out what sort of crowds expected. It's a bit of a knock to the gate, really. Are they, it must it? be. It's quite difficult, isn't it? I well, mean, and people must have been to a, a weekday three o'clock kickoff before. It can't yeah. be the first time. Well, Interested a, in those. Yeah, we'd like to have some odd kickoff times. Maybe you've kicked off yourself at a very odd time because, you know, double headers or whatever. You had to get yeah. games in for the end of the season. Uh, or indeed, you've gone to a game somewhere that kicked off at the oddest of times. So we'll take a few of those in honour of Celtic's odd one today. The Hawks and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Kev's told us it's the fastest I've ever painted a room in my life <laughs> so I can finish early for the Celtic game. Yeah, Kev's in your place at the moment. He's just slapping it on the wall. He's whacking it on. Well, that's just... the undercoat done. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> it's all over the shop. Kev, thank you. I've got you. another job. That's what it always if is. If you are onto the game, how are you preparing for it? Have you taken the day off? You've pulled a sickie? Are you I just had the day? What are you up to? Let us know. Yeah. A few people have been in touch. Well, can I apologise for doing uh, Graham Taylor's... <laughs> You did, Catchphrase you did, you did, with Brian Clough's you voice. Did great. That's right. It was odd. It's an, it could be a new act for you, though, Charlie. You could go on and do an impression of one person, but yeah. do somebody else's catchphrase. Yeah. You go, nice to see you. <laughs> to see you nice. <laughs> you could do a bit of that. I can hybrid, only apologise. I don't, I don't know what do. took over me. Well, it, 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 it made my fame. It made me famous. I mean, it, it happened one day. It was a happy accident exactly. on the Hawksby and Jacobs show, and I never looked back. <laughs> the residency in Vegas doing your hybrid. <laughs> A hybrid impression. Yeah. Who's this walking Charlie down the Baker. street? I've no idea. Please welcome <laughs> Charlie Baker, the hybrid impressionist. One catchphrase and another voice. They, they said it couldn't be done and it shouldn't have been. Now, um, as, uh, we should thank a TalkSport listener uh, for this. It's uh, Mark Cordell. He got in touch. He alerted us to this game of football that finished 40-0. Wow. Amazing. Um, Peterborough Rangers beat Sawtree Reserves. Uh, at least it wasn't Charles Sawtree Reserve. That's one way of looking at it. Um, 13 goals Carry on scored scoring. by our next guest. Carry on scoring, yeah. It's Dwayne Rankin. Good afternoon, Dwayne. Good afternoon, how you doing? Yeah, We're good, good, thanks, Dwayne. Good. And so, look, whenever we've talked about these high-scoring games, we often feel a bit sorry for the team that got cuffed. And there's often yeah. a reason for it. So can you tell did they talk, did they have eight players? Were they missing a lot of their stars? I mean, were there any circumstances in which, you know, why you won 40-0? Yeah, well, they, um, they were, I think they had eight players, yeah. They had eight players, so mm. they were shorter players, obviously. Um, to be fair to them, though, and I've said this quite a lot, and I've said this to everyone, they, the players they had on the field, even who they had on the sideline and stuff, have to give 100% credit for because they kept going all the way to the end, you know. As you could imagine, losing by that scoreline, that could be um, damning down on you, do you know what I mean? But they they kept going, so credit to them. But like I said before, it's a game of football, and if you're in a game of football, you've got to score as many goals as you can, you know, because you never know when the goal difference is going to... um, going to count for something at the end of the season. Well, you know? But when it was 35-0, were you got, still nil-nil, lads? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, this is not over yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, so do you know what? I've got a great bunch of players there. Yeah. In fact, I've got, I've got um, a great group around me. Like, I'll give you a little bit of it. Um, 
the club, I started it. We started it um, this year. Mm-hmm. We've got like ambitions to go through the leagues and stuff. Like I've got, like I said, great people around me. I've got my secretary, Jamie Plasto. He's been absolutely excellent, to be fair. Um, so I have to give him a special mention. Um, but the players have been like really good. Like, and I said to him, look, guys, I know like sometimes you know if you're playing against a lesser team, it could be quite easy to go individual. But we kept playing as a team. And like, like I say, they wanted to get their goal difference up. So that's yeah. what they've done. So credit to the players, you know. Thir- 13 for you, Dre. Wasn't that moment when you're in front of goal for the 13th and you're thinking, do you know what? I'll stick yeah. this around the post. I can't, I can't <laughs> did do you, it. How many did you miss, in fact? Yeah. Did, did, could you have got more? Yeah. Oh. We did miss quite a few. We did miss quite a few. Their goalkeeper, in fact, yeah, he played very well. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know, I know it might wow. sound like that because it's 40 goals, but he, he saved a hell of a lot of sh- some good strikes and some passes in the goal that he mm. was for just being another goal. But, you know, he made some great saves, so credit to him. But, yeah, 40-0 is, is, is a crazy scoreline. You know, I've not known. What is the record? Do you know the record? I, th- I was reading something about this. There is, I mean, obviously the f- most famous one was Arbro's Bon Accord, 36-0. But the actual record, 2002, A.S. Adema won 149-0. Wow. This was wow. against Esso uh, Lemarine in Madagascar. That's impossible, though, isn't it? Yeah. Three goals a minute. They're a good side. They Two like to move minute. it, move it. <laughs> they do. When they play, it's quite ticky. That's one for the, one for the kids <laughs> there. We've uh, seen Madagascar. Imagine um, that poor keeper. How did you play? I played really well, actually. Really, really well. I had a really good game. How many, so, what was it? 40 nil. You would have needed your real shooting boots on to get 149 nil. Yeah, I mean, imagine yeah. what that game was like. <laughs> Quick, it was going back to the middle all the time. Yeah. Well, look, it's, our league table, we're hmm. playing like Division 5 of the PFI District League. And um, if you look at our league table, we have been scoring quite a few goals. Yeah. I mean, top four goal scorers in the league are all our players. Okay. So, like, I'm not just saying this, but, like, the players, I've got a good group there. And I was thinking to myself, do you know what? Someone's going to get a good hiding one of these days, you know, but we're expecting four. <laughs> You're right there. So, You're yeah. right there, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and what's your playing history, Dwayne? Have you just always played? Are you... Yeah, I've been playing since I was 10. Um, since I was a kid, I played. I played um, semi-professional um, and locally as well, like a decent standard. So yeah, but it's just all about the ambition I've got now. It's like I'm going into management and mm. to build a club and bring a club yeah. through the ranks. And my son plays a lot as well, so I'm assistant manager of his team. And Great. Be well with his football, you know, and he keeps me he keeps me active. To be fair. And we've got this bet. It's quite funny, actually, because we have a bet who gets the most goals every weekend. But <laughs> so you're not beating me this week. <laughs> what was the score at half-time, Dwayne? Tell again? What was the score at half-time? It was 19, I believe. Yeah, 19, OK. I see. You just, you, you just slipped it up slightly good. in the second half. It was a funny day. Up very in... good, lads, but we need to put the put the pedal down in the second yeah. half. <laughs> Funny, Dwayne wasn't happy. He, he, he went in and had a right go at my half time. Teacups. Kicking oranges everywhere he was. Um, but on the same day, Thoughtwood Rangers thrashed Parkside Reserves 35 mm. by 35 goals that in Division was... 4. So it was a bit of a freakish day in yeah. the Peterborough football. Yeah, uh, Adrian, this needs posh now to get 40 goals in a match. And that'll cheer yeah. But uh, that would, it would have been great. Sawtree Reserves manager, because it's in that area, it was Barry Fry. I've ah. seen Barry in the dressing room at 19 nil down. That would have been expected. The language. Yeah, exactly. Um, excellent. Well, look, Dwayne, good to talk to you. Best of luck with the yeah. club. It certainly Thank put you, you on the map. Peterborough Rangers, we'll look at you go through the league. Good luck, Dwayne. Yeah, 
yeah, if you want to uh, follow us on Instagram, it's Peter Bar Rangers FC on Instagram. We will do. Follow on there and keep up to date about stuff. But thanks for having me on, guys. It's a pleasure. Cheers, Wayne. Lovely yeah, to speak to you. All the best. Thanks, mate. Uh, there we are. Dwayne Rankin there, who uh, is the Peter Rangers player manager. 40 nil. We fill for saw tree reserves. Yeah. No one likes that, but the reserves. keeper had a good game. How did the first team get on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> but the boys had a good attitude. You can't do any more than that no. when you're being put to the sword. I think they were you? playing what they think, four at the, five at the back. Yeah. It's, um, Two in midfield, one up front. Um, the hybrid impressionist, you're getting requests in. <laughs> Harry, um, no, it's Neil. Neil oh, says, yeah. I'd love to hear Charlie Baker, hybrid impressionist, give us Blakey uh, from oh, on yeah. the what? buses doing Dirty what, Harry. What, I, can't remember what, I, I can't remember what he was like. What was you he feeling like? feeling lucky, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It'd be one of them, wouldn't it? Yeah. You, feel, you had six, five bullets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you had four. This is what they want. Yeah, you feeling lucky, punk. <laughs> <laughs> It's a bit. That was a bit more flaming old Dorothy. Flaming old Dorothy. You went a bit, you went a bit John Barton. Oh, Adam, 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 I can do it. Oh dear. Oh, Adam, do you feeling lucky, punk? <laughs> there we are. The hybrid impressionist. There available for well, not available for anything really because can't see it taking off. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. This comes from Paul, um, a, a Chelsea fan. He said we got a um, mate Simon who a few years back was going through a phase of strictly. Strictly, I thought, I thought it was the Strictly Polo shirt. Strictly I think Polo strictly shirt. Come, it? Of Strictly Polo shirt and chinos oh, after lovely, football yeah. on Saturday. Sort of golf look, yeah, yeah. He then hooked up with a new girlfriend and after a spell of shopping therapy, he rocked up one night with a plain tee and blazer. Oh, a blazer. A man a that's brave lived in call, Polo and chinos. We all went, ooh, <laughs> and started calling him the coach driver and Brendan. <laughs> Neither the girlfriend nor new look lasted. Oh, yeah. See, it's, yeah. it's a blaze is quite a big call, isn't it? This country, we do, we have got, we've got this kind of low level bullying of your mates. <laughs> you will never change. Well, we must all look the same, or you, you must, will get called must, out on it. You must never change your look. You must never change anything about you. Otherwise, we will rip you. Um, so exactly, tell us your yeah. stories because Ralph Hasenhut was made a very deliberate uh, decision to look like the night manager of a Tyrolean resort, <laughs> moving away from his. Um, wetsuit look yeah. that he gave us for, for a couple of seasons the very tight black wetsuit well he's not lost 9-0 yet so he hasn't. no it's working it. somewhere fantastic yeah new towels in room 16 <laughs> he might suddenly start shouting that during the sauna is shut yeah I'm afraid the sauna there was, a, there was an incident in the sauna <laughs> never take children in there a late checkout you they say one o'clock the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. Joining us now, man, very much a, a history fan, history buff, yeah. podcasts on the subject, has made TV shows on the subject, and he's back on TV on Sky History uh, with uh, a new series. Um, and and joining us now is Al Murray. Good afternoon, Al. <laughs> Hello there, fellas. Yeah, how are you? I'm very well. Yeah, very, very well indeed. Yeah, Good. yeah. Back on the road. I was in Landidno last night. Oh, lovely. That's a long way. Yeah. Yes. i Plymouth the night before that, so oh, I need to lovely. fire someone. <laughs> yeah. Lovely bit of a road atlas. Lovely bit of tour booking there. Well you done. are your <laughs> sympathetic routing. I'm all about it. <laughs> are you still keeping up with the 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 sink kettle? Um, oh yes, situation? yes. Sink yeah. kettle. Sink kettle. Kettle continues, but I tend to only do it places it's not been played before because. Mm. You know, you go back to the same ground with the same team, you're going to get the same result, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you you uh, are touring. You've got a big tour next year, yeah. haven't you, I think? So yeah. that's the plan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because basically, I, I don't know if Charlie can relate to this, I'm a, a desperate, empty husk without the laughter of strangers. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not the same when you know them, is it? 
No, not it's, the, not, it's not the same, and it's not the same when they know you as well. Yeah, yeah you, you need to be in front of a big room full of strangers, or yeah. it's just, Absolutely. It's just it worthless. Absolutely, to be strangers. Yeah, yeah. otherwise it's not, nowhere near as much fun, which could relate to other activities, of course. Yes. But, um, the, 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 yeah, I'm, yes, I'm on the road, and we're out again next year. Um, uh, so, but... You know, fortunately, I was able to squeeze in a TV programme to this summer to make yeah. the programme. Yeah. This sounds like great. fun. Looks you've, fantastic. Yeah, you've, uh, you're looking at great British uh, military victories in the company of, of the van- of the celebrities of the vanquished. Generally, well, some of them are the vanquished. <laughs> yeah. Some of them, it turns out, aren't. Because um, oh. the, show, the show is called Why Did the Brits Win Every War? And, of mm. course, that means that people with mashed potato for brains on Twitter <laughs> are all going, well, what about this one? What are you, yeah. no, what are you talking about? You do it's goad like, those well, people, though, Al. That is your sort just, of stock in trade. <laughs> yeah, yes, possibly. But I also just sort of think, you know, just imagine a programme fronted by a comedian who plays a character who says extraordinary things. Just imagine that for a moment, ladies and gentlemen. If we can make that leap, yes. maybe we can make the leap to the idea that he might not meet. It might be a provocative title that's not right. I mean, help us out here. Anyway, yeah. I mean, it's more like it's like, but it's like it's the pub landlord's attitude. It's like a you know a football fan, you know a Brentford fan saying they're the greatest team in the world. Yeah. They've yeah. won anything. No, that's very true. And you cover, I mean, you cover a lot of ground. Vikings, yes. Romans, yeah. uh, up to mm, yeah. World War Two. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And with each of those, we've got someone representing the, the other country. So for the Vikings, because we, we couldn't get any Vikings, because the thing yeah. about Vikings, no such thing as Vikings. It's a word. It means raiding. Viking means raiding. Ah. There, weren't, there weren't any, no one would turn up and go, right, we're the Vikings and we're doing this for Viking reasons. It's, it's just, it, so... And because the north-south divide, can, you can bear a lot of that back into the, the Viking invasions of, of you know, a thousand years ago. Because you can sort of project some of that back into that. We had John Thompson standing in for the Vikings. Oh, OK. Because um, <laughs> okay. he's northern. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, that'll do. North. So, so, you know, historic, <laughs> exactly. There's your historic rigour. And then we had Bruno Tonioli being the, Roman, the Romans. Oh, he's actually, a, he's he a nice all, man, isn't he? He's a lovely man. He's a lovely man. He's a lovely little man. And he knows all about the Roman Empire, which is quite interesting. Um, and he's, I think he's also got something of a Caesar complex, but we'll not go there. <laughs> and then... Um, and then, and then we had Henning Vane for the Second World War. <laughs> Lovely, which was, yes. Yeah, and what's interesting about Henning? He doesn't really know anything about it, probably because he lost, right? Um, it's, <laughs> uh, uh, well, he didn't lose. I didn't win. You know, this is the point. Mm. All of this stuff. We're talking about the British. It's not me or you when when you look back at this stuff. So, so that's what's been quite interesting about it as well. Is to say, there's no such thing as the British at this point. So we can't even we can't even pin the title on the thing. But Henning basically doesn't know much about the Second World War. So we went to. We went to this amazing place in Biggin Hill where they restore Spitfires, and they have got, they have got the the only flying Me one hundred and nine Bf one hundred and nine G Messerschmitt one hundred and nine mm. Gustav. So I'm like, oh my god, they got this, they got this message. <laughs> and Henning's and Henning's going, I don't even know, I don't even know, I've ever seen a Messerschmitt before. <laughs> Is this a Messerschmitt? I don't know. It's, a good it's got German writing on. It's got German writing on, so it's probably a German flying. <laughs> <laughs> That's staggering. I thought he was in the room. That was, that was amazing, wasn't it? It was, it was like a, a Muppet version of yeah, Henning Vane. It was, it was the Henning Vane puppet. Yeah, yeah that was it. <laughs> yeah, dear. And uh, you've also, uh, well, one we did lose, you go with Reginald D. Yeah. Hunter, the American yeah. War of Independence. I think we, mm. we, we can't even claim that one, really, can we? Yeah, well, think? except the pub landlord would say that, you know, that that's the one to lose, isn't it? That's the result <laughs> you want. You know what? 
You don't want to have to be dealing with the Americans for, forever, do you? You know, <laughs> you, 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 you basically you're offloading them onto the French. Um, but but then we also do the War of eighteen twelve, which that that's the next war that happens between um the British Empire and and uh, and the Americans, and and the the Americans lose that. Although they win the last battle, it's basically they sue for peace. They sign a peace treaty, and then there's a battle two months later because no one, you know, no one's got a smartphone. They can't, they can't, you know, they can't message each other going, "Oh, it's all off." And there's a big battle at New Orleans that the Americans win, even though they've lost the war. Oh, right. So, um, yeah, you know, it's that it's that kind of program. Uh, outwitting Billy Butlin's British Redcoats, of course, in that war. Yes, so, of course. course. Yeah, exactly, book, book exactly early. Right. Um, yeah. So Napoleonic Wars kicks us off tomorrow night, nine p.m. on on Sky <laughs> History. Hour. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Sky yeah. History tomorrow night. Um, and what you can always do, ladies and gents, is just series link it. And then we get your viewing figures, and we're all happy. Oh, okay. Really? So you don't actually uh, have you to watch even, it. Just series link it. If you it. don't really, if you look, just series link it. And, and look, and chef's kiss to all of you. That's oh, very nice. But yeah, I mean. It's a lot of fun. And, um, you know, we did Fred Syriax and I, we, uh, it's tomorrow's episode. So Fred, Fred, it turns up from first dates. Oh, yeah. Know, incredibly charming French, mm, yeah. French geezer. He turns up and he's, he's, he, he starts off by going, I do not really care for Napoleon. I'm not interested in this thing. And by the end, he's like jumping up and down on his Napoleon hat because things aren't going his way. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Shaking his fist at me, so you know um, the, the 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 people involved really get into it, and we reenacted the Battle of Tra- Trafalgar in pedalos on a oh, boat boating lake lovely. in the South Sea, which was yeah a great moment. Great. Yeah, it's nice. a mistake. I wonder if Fred will take the format and do a kind of historic first dates. Yeah, Napoleon what, 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 what sitting what down with Catherine the Great. That might be That's quite a good idea. Yeah, all sitting around. Are idea. you going to see each other again? Well, I don't know. It'd be great, wouldn't it? I prefer taller men, says Catherine. Yeah, it'd be great. That would be good telly, that would Very it? good telly. Mistake yeah. being on telly with Fred, because he's so handsome and charming. You made a mistake there, yeah, Al. What are you saying to Al, dear? No, I need for that, Charlie. Having a go at the guests. Oh, yeah, finally, Scotland versus England. Well, uh, yeah. That's one of them. Well, that, that one till that's last, a, that's, I see. That's yeah. brave. That's a long time ago, though, isn't it? It's a long time ago. How's that relevant? And what, what's interesting about it is, um, you know, uh, I did that, that episode with, uh, with Sanjeev Kohli. He was very, very, still at the time that summer, aglow with the nil-nil draw. Right, oh, and, yes. Um, uh, the glorious crushing defeat of England, nil-nil. And um, he was, he was, you know, you, you, could, you could stand back from him and rub your hands and warm yourself up on how he felt about that match. <laughs> Quite beautiful. Funny man. We look forward to it, Al. Good to yeah, talk yeah. to you as always. We'll catch up with you soon. All the best. A total pleasure. Thanks, gents. Take Cheers, care. Al. Al Murray then. Uh, don't forget, it uh, starts all, uh, tomorrow night at uh, 9 o'clock on Sky History with the Napoleonic Wars and Fred. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Earlier on, Charlie um, gave us... Um, Very accidentally. A, a Brian, he, he said he was doing he did a Brian Clough impression. I don't know why I did it, because I can't even do a Brian Clough <laughs> no, impression. I know. And he did that while giving us uh, Graham Taylor's Do I Not Like That line <laughs> from the documentary we've subsequently found out from next week. will yeah. be aired next Monday once again. Um, so we thought there could be, a, uh, could be a future for Charlie as the hybrid... Impressionist, Charlie. You, you, yeah. Somebody goes out and does the catchphrase of one person, yeah. but in the style, in the of, style another of someone one. else. You know. And so Johnny Weaver, this is coming from Daz oh, Mapleston. Well. You've got to have been listening last We've all Thursday. had fun with Sir Johnny Weaver. Sir Johnny Weaver doing Scarface. I don't know. We don't know what Sir Johnny Weaver's voice well, he just, is doing. It sounds yeah. a bit like that. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. You've I'm done, done it, Paul. You can come I might do the other one as well because someone here wants Stu. Wants John Arlott being oh, right. Jones. Oh, I can do. I can have a go at John Arlott. Um, yeah. uh, and uh, we're walking in the air, yeah. and then after him, number two five eight <laughs> with Alan Jones, we'll have Christopher Martin Jenkins. That would be fantastic. Yeah, let's do the whole of the rest of the, the show. show as John Arlott. There it is. That and after be, that, we can have that. Won't annoy the listeners too much. Not at all. Alan Jones, there, of course, walking in the air. An hour and five. Come and see the management after the show. One hour and 48. 22 minutes of John. Sports, stop it. Stop sports it. radio. With stop it because I can't stop. And I've got one line I always say is, John, I can't do it this time of Christopher day. Christopher Martin Jenkins. One of his great lines. Oh, yes. Anyway, um, <laughs> afternoon, Charlie. Your team bus has just passed me on the M5. Well, that must be talking United going for their for their uh, replay <clears throat> at Haven and Waterlooville. I'm forgetting Tomor- that. Tomor- it's tomorrow night, though. They're so they're- quick. They're, so they're going to spend the night in... Must be spending the they're night. They're going to spend the night in Heaven or Waterlooville? <laughs> what's the nicer part? Who, who knows? Buda or Pest? Portsmouth, I what's the nicest? What's the nicest? <laughs> would you rather stay... Given Which the, is best, the Heaven or Waterlooville? There's only you, one way to find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you were going to stay in that area, would you stay in Heaven? Yeah. Or would you stay in? What's the hotel? Is there a Savoy in Waterlooville? I don't know. I don't know where they'll be staying. I'm surprised they're going up the night before because it's only up the A308. I think oh, along, okay. the, along the so what we, people think it's the close good A road knowledge, but it's a, a long, a long, a long way from yeah. from Devon to to where is it? It's uh, haven't haven't where's that? Portsmouth way. Yeah, that that that. that yeah, it's a long way, you know. But there we are. Got to do the replay, Paul. Yeah. Replay on Wednesday night, and the winner of that gets to play Charlton away. So yeah, good fun. Very come very, on, you girls. Come on, you yellows. Who have Woking got? Oh no, they're out. Woking, they? Woking lost doing to that. Horsham. Doing that for Fletch, of course. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Just over a week ago, um, Tyson Fury in a fantastic yeah. uh, third fight. With Brilliant Deontay fight. Brill- I watched a replay of it this week, Paul. Yeah. And he took him apart. I mean, I know he gets knocked down, but he yeah. absolutely takes him he apart. He gets knocked down, but he gets up again, doesn't yeah. he? <laughs> he Twice. does. He it, does. And it was an amazing performance, and it, it's quite rightly had a lot of plaudits post that fight. Uh, but it, 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 it felt it, it wonderful, really, that he should be immortalised in pasty form. Of course. Um, which is where Anne's pasties in Helston in Cornwall came in. Um, they have uh, devised a Tyson Fury pasty. Brilliant. And let's find out more from Anne's pasties 
Fergus Muller. Good afternoon, Fergus. Good afternoon. You okay? Yeah, yeah. good, Fergus. So, are, are you all boxing fans there, Downing Ends? What what made you want to mark this uh, fine victory? Oh, it was amazing. I mean, he's now he's a great, um, a British great, and uh, just love love what he does in the ring. So confident, but then outside the ring, he shows his fragility. You know, and you know, a lot of people can really get a lot of confidence that also suffer from mental health and both those aspects made me deserve, think he deserves to have the biggest pasty we've ever made called the Gypsy King. Yes. Lovely stuff. Now it's been How big is the biggest pasty you've ever made? <laughs> well, it's the biggest one we make, the tray-sized pasty, so it's probably about, I don't know, nearly two foot long. Oh. He's a man with big hands, isn't he, Tyson? Yeah, yeah. So that, that would be a meal in two itself. Two foot long pasty. Wow, that sounds yeah. fantastic. Yeah, we just thought it looked like a normal medium, really, to any other bloke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's basically the, 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 the his, his nickname, the Gypsy King, is kind of carved, isn't it, in, in pastry? Um, yeah. In, yeah, so He's got his name on it, if you yeah. like. He's got his, you know, he's got his. Uh, and are these we, readily available? Or have you just made one? We made one. We put it in his freezer forever. Whenever he wants to get it, he can come and pick it up. Oh, lovely um, stuff. We were thinking about maybe trying to do it, raffle it off, and put the um, proceeds towards mm. men's he- mental health. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, we, we we might do something like that with it. Yeah, a man versus food would be good, wouldn't it? A man or a woman oh, versus yeah. food. You know, come down. <laughs> can you eat the two foot big pasty? Yeah. You know, is oh. it hand crimped and has it got uh, abs- parsnip crimped, in it yeah, or swede? A uh, uh, turnip, onion, uh, uh, beef, a Cornish yeah. beef, yeah. Uh, potato. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a whopper. It's a proper gut liquor, you know. I was uh, I was hoping that it didn't have uncastrated wild boar in it because <laughs> he's got a bit of previous man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he'd be coming down to collect his pasty. No, no carrots, though, you see, Paul. You don't have carrots in a proper pasty. No carrots in a pasty, no right. way. No, Absolutely no. So this, no. I was way. expecting a, a bit of edge to this conversation because uh, I, tell you, I tell you, you are a proud son of Cornwall, are you, Fergus? Yes. Uh, yeah. Charlie here is where are you from, Charlie? I'm from Devon. I'm from Newton Abbott in Devon. Charlie's from so, Newton um, Abbott in oh. Devon. Two Tragos, yeah. both alike in dignity, in fair <laughs> Helston, where we lay our scene. Oh, right. What's uh, this? Yeah. Two different Trago Mills, Paul. There's a Cornish yeah. one and there's a Devon. I Devonshire thought you were doing one. a bit of Shakespeare. Oh, well, it's, I know, it's very, very like it. It'd be lovely, yeah, wouldn't it? Two in, two in Cornwall. He's got, oh, has he got two? Probably needs two in Cornwall. <laughs> I told you there'd be a bit of edge. So, can, Charlie, where where was the pasty? When the pasty was, the, uh, was it, invented yeah. in Devon, Paul. That's where they originally found the pasty, oh, yeah. and they do have proof of this Is in Devon. Is that right, Fergus? <laughs> no, not a chance. <laughs> they, they, they try to claim everything. I mean, they, we got the gig growing. They try to claim that. Uh, it's, uh, it's scones. They try, they try to claim that. Yeah. Uh, so nothing has ever been invented yeah. in uh, everything. Everything. Cider. They can keep cider. So we can keep cider, can we? There we are. That's very nice. Very nice of you. How has your summer been? Did you have plenty of people down this summer? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, to be to be fair, too many. It was uh, it was quite a challenge. Um, uh, so we'll, we'll see what next year's like. But I reckon the normal summers are busy enough for us, really. Yeah. yeah. You were res- responsible for the pasty that went into space, were you, Fergus? Are you aware <laughs> of this? A pasty went into no. thirty-five thousand four hundred eighty-two meters above the Earth. A pasty uh, went into space a little while ago. But pretty no, good. That's that's a great. Claim. They're, they're a very durable food, so it's probably still yeah. all right now. Well, that's the best. Now I've got a, I've got a question to ask you, Fergus, because I know every year they have a pasty. It's comp- not going to be cream before jam. No, 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 no. Um, we've, <laughs> we've established which is better of that. Um, that every year they have a pasty competition, don't they? Which find which is yeah. the best pasty. They've started doing 
um, gluten-free pasties and much against brand for me. Oh, yeah. yeah. I am gluten-free, not through choice, so I can no longer eat proper pasties. Can you please perfect the gluten-free pasty that it doesn't come in a tin tray? It's uh, it's tricky. Mm. We have nearly got there with some... uh, We nearly got there at one point, but probably it's best sticking to a stew. Mm. Um, I no. just, uh, it's so tricky. It uh, sounds like it can't. Can you go back to the lab, Fergus, and try? I mean, don't, don't make it your right. life's work, but it's because it's only Charlie who's bothered by the sound. No, there would be a lot of people bothered. that were gluten free that would I like know, it. you see. Well, when, I'm, when I'm asked what would your final meal be, well, it's my final meal, it doesn't matter you know, if I get. I know this show's not cake. great, but it's not death row, Charlie. <laughs> well, it like doesn't the, matter if I get a stomachache and McDonald's. stuff, so I always say a nice big pasty. <laughs> yeah. you know? Oh, I love it. Well, we can sort that out for you. Oh, that's very okay, nice. Maybe not Two foot long. The Charlie, you have the Charlie Baker pasty and the uh, and the Gypsy King Tyson Fury pasty. <laughs> yeah, well, anyway, if, Tyson's, we'll that, yeah. if he's right. listening this afternoon, give our best to your mum. Give our best to Anne. Thank you very much, Fergus. All the best. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks for that. There Thanks, we are. Fergus. Uh, Anne's pasties in Helston. Yeah, pop in and and they might show you. They might remove oh, wow. it oh, yeah, from, from the, the freezer. Free. Can we see it and just let you have a look? It's yeah. like you go there and touch it. I can't imagine Tyson's going to go down to Helston from Morecambe. We might just do. to get we'll it. They should post it. You can nice, get pasties in the post. Nice part that we could take uh, Paris and the kids on a bit of a road trip down Lovely. West Country. And I can oh, see yeah. it. He's a man of simple tastes, isn't he? I imagine he'd, he'd, he'd enjoy that. He'd little. be very welcome in Cornwall, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. I reckon they'd, they'd absolutely love him down there, Paul. They, they probably would. Two foot past, two foot's worth of past, just yeah. holding it in his hands. Just, yeah, that's right. But you said it was wind. big. Yeah, <laughs> your big doffer. That's, that's what they should have called it. The big, big dosser. The big dosser. That would be more of your big dosser. That's what they should have called the pasty, been, the big been, dosser. That would have been fair. So then they could do that as a yeah. range, wouldn't they? Yeah. You could go in the shop I and say, uh, two, um, I'll have one, I love you, my wife, and a big dosser, please. <laughs> yeah, and I, I yeah. love you, my oh, wife. It's like a cheese and onion pasty. It would be, I, just I, for Valentine's yeah, Day. for the that ladies. would be the pasty for the ladies. <laughs> that's right. With a smaller hand. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Now, in passing, we have mentioned to our next guest that uh, there's a, a definite lack of Nigels mm. uh, left in this country. Um, but we found out the bombshell yesterday, from his point of view, was <clears throat> there are no Nigels. There were no Nigels. Zero in 20- Nigels, yeah. Zero Nigels in 2020. Or Carol's. Or ca- Carol is That's, dro- that's my mum's name. Dropped off the <clears throat> list completely. Really? Uh, now regret not calling my daughter Carol. Yeah. Should have done that. Wow. Even because yeah, normally you think they would survive just for that reason. Yeah. You know, maybe kind of named after grandparents. It's, it's looking whatever. at a baby, isn't it? A lot of the time. You can't imagine a baby Nigel, can you? <laughs> You just can't You're see the li- any better little Uchi Kuchi. Oh, look at him. So, oh, what's his name? There were Nigel. People, Nigel's here. More people called their kids Lucifer. They'd rather wow. be named after what the devil shame. than called Nigel. I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know. It's a difficult one, isn't it? Well, <laughs> especially when we've Nigel. got an, we've got Nigel coming on. Well, now joining now. us now um, to, to the endangered species uh, that is our own <laughs> Talksport commentator, Nigel Adley. Good afternoon, Nigel. Hello, Hello, Nigel. Nigel. We've annoyed him so much. He's just gone. He's just put the phone down. Just put, I'm not having any of this. Yeah, yeah, He's right. gone. There's all this anti, 
Well, anti-Nigel polemic we've got on, yeah. exactly, yeah. <clears throat> well, I didn't know what happened there. there he was there are. ten seconds ago. Afternoon, gents. When right. I was 18, working at the Royal Mail, my feet had swollen up one morning. Couldn't get my normal trainers on. This is Sean. I took my dad's <clears throat> size 10 Dr. Martins, with me being a size 8, and got ripped by my fellow posties, yeah. getting called Coco the Clown. I only had them on for 20 minutes until I wedged my feet back into my trainers. Ten years on, still being called Coco. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try and make contact there once we again with one of the few remaining Nigels, uh, Nigel Adderley. Nigel! There we are. What a shame. <laughs> one I of can our hear own. him. And he's one of our own. I think what we should do from now on is go and do the show in the gallery. In the gallery. Because I can, can hear, hear him, him in there. Clear. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There we are. He helped me out a lot with that. You know, I did the commentary the other week. Yes, Paul and yeah. I enjoyed it very much. Mm. Nigel was sort of my guru. He was sort of my go-to guy. Gave me a lot of good tips. Uh, the producer has just muttered in my, it will work now. It will work. Let's Here's Nigel out. now. Hello, Nigel. Afternoon, guys. Yay! There it is. There he is. And, uh, you know, we, we don't want to let moments like this go because we may not get the chance to say good afternoon, <laughs> Nigel, for much longer. No, not, not on your what case. You I mean, I mean, what have you heard? <laughs> this isn't... Yeah. We're not breaking some terrible news to now, you, Nigel. <laughs> so we've talked about this before. I think a couple of years ago, Nigel, there was a, a shortage of Nigels. Um, but now there's none. Um, so does, does that bother you or not? Not really. I mean, if, if I um, had another son, which I, I won't be, there's no way I'll call him Nigel, <laughs> and I wouldn't have called I wouldn't have called um, the son that we have Nigel because you know it, it's it's a name that just basically invites ridicule, and, oh. and I think as I've t- told you before, when, when I've asked my mother on numerous occasions, why did you call me Nigel, and she said. Well, I wanted to give you a name that no one else would have, as if that was a good thing. <laughs> Were there many Nigels at your school? No, absolutely not. And when I was seven, which I think was my final year of, of infant school, XTC brought out the song. Yeah. So I've had that you know, for the um, subsequent mm. 43 years. Mm. So, I mean, I have met the odd Nigel on the way. Um, obviously, we, we have... Um, a couple of Nigels at TalkSport, Nigel Pearson, who's, a, who's an excellent yeah, football yeah. commentator <clears throat> and, and Speedway commentator, and um, Nigel Botherway, who I've never met, but obviously mm, I hear him on yes. Flips of the Week every single week. <laughs> so th- there are a few around. Nigel Blackwell, the lead singer of Half One Half Biscuit, is yeah. also a, a friend of mine through Tranmere. So, but, but yeah, we, we all sort of share that, that, that sort of common bond of knowing it's a name that has that's brought us, um, you know, quite a few moments of heartache over the years. I think you need a WhatsApp group, uh, a Nigel WhatsApp group. Yes. N- Nigel Rea Coker mm. could be on it. Um, Nig- Havers, Havers, Havers is going to be on oh, it. Yeah, he'd be, be all over the WhatsApp group he'd constantly. Have to be Havers. Will you come and see me? He'd have to be, <laughs> wouldn't he? Yeah, there's, exactly, been, yeah. there's been a few uh, footballing Nigels. Yeah, you mentioned Nigel Rea Coker there. Yeah. Nigel Spink, of course. Yeah. Nigel uh, Clough, of course. Nigel Clough, of course. Yeah, we keep saying, yeah. of course, Nigel Martin. Nigel Mark, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, so just just some Nigels there. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't quite know what to say, really. I just I, I feel bad for you. I know you don't feel bad about it. I, it it's sad. That I I, used to, I knew a I think we had one Nigel at school. We used to play in a band with him. You know, that's like yeah, it's, it's it's gone. It's gone forever. It's, it's funny because lots of old fashioned names do come back. They mm. all it all comes back. You know, kids yeah, these days are L season exactly, old people, isn't it? Yeah. Old people and dogs. Do you think? No, well, I, I think to be honest, guys, hmm. I blame Farage. Ah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, maybe, yes. That, that's because the title of today's I, podcast, almost <laughs> certainly. <laughs> <laughs> so look I mean, out for not, today's not, edition not, of I Blame Farage. 
not not for anything else other than that it, it is a name now which is associated with you know, a Marmite figure culturally, let's say. Mm, yeah. And I just think it, it is one. I mean, I was slightly shocked that the Lucifer is now a more popular name, but <laughs> but also given the choice of, of Lucifer or Nigel to name my son. I will be pumping for Lucifer. Well, and there was a couple well, of Beelzebubs, and no, there wasn't really. <laughs> there wasn't. No one went down that there. Nigel, group. WhatsApp group, you are not going to be welcome back. Nigel has left the group. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, we should talk about the mighty trend. How are you feeling the season is going? I see you've got Harrogate up next, which is... Uh, they're, got- they're going very well, just a point ahead of you. But you're, you're, you're there or thereabouts at the moment, aren't you, Nigel? We are. It's been a remarkable start to the season. We've only conceded four goals in 12 games. And we've only scored, I think, nine ourselves. And uh, Peter Clark, who is our, our central defender, seems to be 40 years of age, is our top scorer. So, you know, it, it has been a season where we've grounded out. But as, as Charlie will know in the lower divisions, that is something you have to do at times. And, and I think tonight it's going to be a good game. Harrogate have had an, an excellent start. Very good start They're scoring yeah. bags of goals. But, but we've been an immovable object so far. So it, so it should be a really good game. And could, automatic, you're looking, you, what do you think, Nigel? Is it, is it on? If we can find someone who can score goals on a more regular basis, then yeah, or, or, or anyone to score goals on a regular basis, because we, we can't rely on keeping a clean sheet every week. I mean, defensively, we have been superb so far, but that won't last over 46 games. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I am confident, though. I think we, you know, we should have got promotion last season, but, but things fell apart towards the end. And, uh, and it, it is a, a, League Two is like many, so many lower divisions. You just need to, to finish well, put yourself in a position to, to make a challenge and do well in the, in the final 10 games. And, and I think we're, we are well capable of doing that. Well, it may be this publicity that's been out in a couple of days and you appearing today on uh, uh, Nigel Backlash. Remember yeah. a little I while ago? It. Lovely bloke, Nigel Backlash. <clears throat> Lovely, yeah. Nigel, he'll be on the group, Nigel Backlash. <laughs> but, they, but, you know, you always get these things. They say, oh, we're going to stop making Marmite and then suddenly everybody goes out and buys Marmite yeah, exactly. and it's become it. And, you know, uh, there might be a Nigel Backlash, definitely. <laughs> no, I think in 12 months' time, this is a perennial now, along with cheese rolling. I'll be back to talk about the last. Still, of Nigel. no Nigels. Yeah, once a year we have the no Nigels chat with Nigel. Yeah, yeah. some people. Might. Nigel Pearson's very annoyed. You never get him on. Oh, oh really? no, he's second yeah, in line. Yeah, that's true. Maybe next we'll, we'll change it up. Denise in Blackpool has been on. Said we had Nigel Ben on the station this Nigel's morning. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah, there yeah. we are. Wouldn't some take the mic out of him in the playground, would you? Definitely. Not. Why do you think he was so angry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you, Nigel. Thanks for Thanks, much. Nigel. Cheers, guys. Nigel Adley there, TalkSport. The annual Nigel conversation. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's it. That was another good title for the podcast. (laughs) But I think I blame Farage is better. I think the so. annual Nigel conversation. <laughs> well, that sounds like it. Put it in your diary for next year. Yeah, that's right. We definitely will. We'll mark the occasion. Well, they always put that thing up, don't they? There might be a couple of Nigels by then. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon show. Andy, back with me uh, tomorrow. Charlie, you're back on Thursday. See you Thursday. Birthday spread. Try and get myself back in the birthday spread yeah. groove. You need a little. You need a little win to kickstart your I season. Do. I, yeah, don't I you? keep thinking you're getting sent notes. I'm going to find out. <laughs> oh no, I wouldn't do that. Okay, uh, catch us if you can from one tomorrow. If not, the podcast available at around four thirty. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between one and four p.m. on Talksport. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 